It is Tuesday, June 9th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk here. Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger, taking you all the way up till 8 o'clock Eastern time here on, obviously, like, I'm trying to get that little radio thing going here, Zach, you know, like, doing the time and stuff, you know. We're going well, to get there someday with segments and ins and outs and stuff. Um, but, no, great, great little Tuesday night. Yeah, we're back in. It's a hot one around here. That was, that was a hot day. It is. I was just out in the, uh, the driving range a little bit for maybe 30 minutes, and I was drenched. I had to change my shirt. So, uh, yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's summertime. Yeah, At least what, it feels like maybe not. What hat do we got over there too, by the way? Oh, it's a Yangling hat. Okay. Oh, like all right. Old, old school Yangling logo. So thought, not sports related, but you know. I thought it was a Youngstown State hat. You know what? That would be one to pull out from the archives. Like we've had Chad's jerseys. Like that would be a great yeah. hat to pull out. From, you know. I was thinking I have like a couple jerseys. Like should I hang one up for him? Like in his honor? Like in honor? Yeah, we might <laughs> yeah, have miss to. him, you know. I yeah, I only have like four jerseys, but that can that can be a segment of its own one day. Like, what jerseys do you have? I know. Oh my god, yeah, we just do like the what's in the closet and like pull out the jersey thing. Yeah, we yeah. can do something like that. All right, Balto. What for for today's show? We'll we'll go we'll go back to basics with a little clickbait cleanup. Uh, so do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I don't care. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll lead it off. Uh, Take it away, mind. baby. Yeah. So ESPN Plus, I saw it was it was a college basketball post, and it was predicting where the top top twenty twenty one college basketball recruits will commit. Um, and then the, the headline says a lot of uncertainty over where top prospects are going to land. We make our guesses. So essentially you're already just telling the reader, like these are just guesses. So it's like, we don't really hold much weight in what we're saying, but please click, click this. Like how many times, yeah, what? We, yeah. How many times have we seen, you know, a sure fired like Duke recruit go to, go to, you know, sisters of the poor, you know, it's like, for example, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Moutier, right. In 2014, never thought I'd be talking about him on our show, but here I am 2014. He goes to SMU when he could have had a ride directly to Kentucky or Kansas. Like everyone thought well, did, did he, he backed out, didn't he? Yeah. And he goes to SMU. No, no, no. I, I don't even think he went there. Didn't he? Um, or he say, yeah, he stayed, uh, he went out to China. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. No, but you're right. I mean, like, there's and there's there's different guys. Like, no, I agree. I look at this. Jay Beltran is breaking out the old Villanova if they want to win. I love it. Hey, yeah, you know, get a little right. big five action in there. Yeah. Don't yeah. go to Temple unless you want to lose. But um, <laughs> I, I, my bitterness is going to come out a little bit today. We're going to, we're going to do a little OB. I can't believe OBJ is going to come up today in the show for you. That's going to be fun. They got to talk about him. That's exciting. I can't, yeah. I can't wait to get, yeah. you'll see, you'll see about this. Yeah, I'll tell you in the midst of our little clickbait, why don't we tease the show a little bit? So we got, yeah, we got got some good stuff. So we'll talk about our favorite college athletes to watch. Um, a little golf, golf vibes are high. You know, you gotta love that. And then, yeah. oh yeah, and then we got a little baseball. Dude, I don't know what they're doing. It's so bad. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we got some, you know, some good stuff. So uh, also, so all right. No, it's that point. Let me. Um, oh, look at this. Trust on two Ks from New Jersey. He's hoping some uh, top recruits go to Rutgers. Hey. Oh baby, the basketball there program. There you go. Hey, they had some they had some sneaky wins this last season. They were they were a little tough team. I'm trying to think who their coach is. Um, I keep I know this is like 10 years removed, but I always keep thinking it's Eddie Jordan, the old Sixers coach with the braces. <laughs> but I, I know I'm I'm drawing a blank on it. But um I thought it was someone yeah. actually pretty good though. Yeah. Uh I think they were eight eight and trust on two K. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. I think they were like an eighteen and ten team going into they the big ten. Yeah, they got off to a good start in the Big Ten play. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So they have some potential. I mean, hey, you never know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You want to know who also has some potential for my little clickbait? Oh, I uh, Aaron Rodgers has potential to play in his 40s, Zach. Can you believe it? Wow. Who oh, my. Thought? Yeah. How about that? If you can, like, 
I hate these articles so much, and you know it's just because I'm a strictly insecure cheesehead, but at the same point, I'm just through with this. Like, when will he retire? Like, they're going to ruin, like, the, the fine wine years for me, like, with him, because all I'm going to be thinking about is, like, will he retire, will he not? And, like, I don't even click on it, but it's just, like, come on. The Packers wire is good, too. Like, come on. I, I need better than that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, speaking of the fine wine, I mean, that's how it was with Eli the last couple of years until it actually happened. Yeah, so you, it, you know exactly fun. what I mean. Yeah, it's not fun, believe me. Um, well, and, and not to not to be that guy, but I'll, like, just can I add one little caveat to that, though? It's like, like, and Rodgers isn't, like, his play's not declining. It's not like people are like, I mean, you know, like, maybe they should find something else. It's like, right, like, they're kind of more like, oh, like, you know, like, it. it I don't know. I hate it. No, I agree, because he's, he's still, like, an elite quarterback in the NFL. So, I I feel, by the way, sorry, I just was saying, I feel for trust on 2K that, and, and Penn State too, Penn State, Rutgers, um, there were a couple teams, I mean, Temple wasn't going to do it, but at the same point, there mm-hmm. were some, there were some teams um, that looked, you know, it was like kind of fun to watch them. Uh, even Seton Hall was having a pretty good year, right? Like, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. there were some fun teams where it's like, they sometimes, you know, we, we rag on them a little bit for not being a great program, but like they were all going to dance. Yeah. I mean, Michigan state in Virginia, those were two teams who came flying back into the picture. Remember them, how Michigan state dropped out of the top 25 yeah. and then they came back. I think they were ninth in the country going into the playoff into the tournament. And I'll always remember it as just the year that you, like you were so out on Baylor stock and I was too, <laughs> dude, I was literally whatever, whoever they were to play it, I would have voted against them. Yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. And, and all the Baylor comments we had in the show too. I remember where we were on your, your couch in the, in the living room before all the, everything happened in the living room. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. That was really, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, all right. So that's my clickbait. Um, but I'll tell you, let's do a stick. Uh, I'll tell you, let's stick in the football circuits. And you know, this, this sucks, right? Like we heard this news um, and we loved watching this Florida team, um, mm. you know, right. But uh, Rache Caldwell, uh, who was a wide receiver with that Chris league team back in the early two thousands uh, was shot. Um, over the weekend and and you know it got to uh and just like these highlights of this guy fall out mm-hmm. um but you know at that point i think it got you know you and i talking about that that florida team and just some of those great games right because like chris leak was the quarterback before tebow and then like mm-hmm. right like you had urban meyer down there and like and then just you right you jim ohio state teams in miami yeah did they have steve spurrier on this team or was that still urban meyer then so I think that was Spurrier, but I'm saying I think it wasn't Meyer uh, after it. Yeah, he was I after. Think, yeah, I you're think right. I think mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that, but um, but no, to that point, right? So we were still, we were basically talking about different just different college teams we love, but and then more specifically, right? Because we talk a lot about like our college programs and stuff like that. But like, who is someone you loved watching in college, right? Like, there's so many guys, like right, and obviously there's great, great players that go to the pros, etc. Um, but there's like certain guys, like you just remember, like like and. I'll even throw this out there, right? Because there's like the obvious pick, like, oh, Reggie Bush at USC, right? Like those guys that they probably left their mark a little bit harder in college. But then actually, I better watch myself because you're going to crawl through the laptop and kill me for that comment. But nevertheless, nevertheless, um, yeah, it's a little tease for the segment. But nevertheless, um, yeah, so I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll let you go first then. So I'll, I'll leave a little suspense for everybody. <clears throat> yeah, yeah so Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah Reggie thought, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, so I was torn between two here, and I'm going to go with my main person. But before I go him, I'll give I'll tell you my runner up. Just a brief little Santana Moss is my runner up from the U. That's a fun one. He, yeah, he was a walk on walk on wide receiver. Ends up going to the league. Just that that team was so fun to watch. And I just remember his speed and the last name Moss, like with Randy Moss, the relation there. It was just just cool. But wait, they are related. I think there I think there was some relation there, and I, okay. I could be I'm pretty sure, but. Anyway, 
person I picked was Jay Williams, guard out of Duke, college basketball. Back, back in the day, wasn't that Jason Williams back in the day? He was, like, yeah, he, yeah, he was Jason Williams back in the day before he became Jay Williams. Um, yeah, he played with Duke from uh, 99 to 2002, shooting guard. You know, over his career, he was uh, he averaged over 19 points per game, had six assists, almost four rebounds. And what I really liked was his aggression on defense, over two steals a game. And not only that, he was almost a 40% three-point shooter. I just, I just remember watching him play, just his athleticism and his speed, his quickness. Um, and, and that team was just so exciting to watch in general. They had, you know, Shane oh, Battier yeah. could do no wrong. Like he was. They won a national championship, you know, right? Yeah. Luke yeah, against Arizona. on that Arizona team. And, you know, right. Like, oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, that's actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause that's the team that made me kind of fall in love with college basketball. I remember that was the team my dad explained in March Madness to me and like what it was all about and stuff. And like, that was, I remember I loved their jerseys and stuff like that, but I, I remember I loved that team. Mike Dunleavy. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is on there? They, Shane Battier, like you said. Uh, Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was, was a good a, team. That was a stacked team. And and what I thought was cool was he stayed there for three years, for three seasons. He played three seasons there. A lot of a lot of kids nowadays will play one and then, you know, they're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, I just really liked watching him play. His athleticism, I remember watching him do reverse layups like it was – you know, it was, it was, it was cake. And I'd be out on the, the eyes. Yeah. And I'd be out in this, the driveway trying to do it. Yeah. Swing. Yeah. With a little swing, the fake and the up and under, you know, but no, nah, wasn't my thing, but it was, it was awesome to watch. That's for sure. And uh, I, I like him as a person too. I think he's a, I think he's a good analyst and he brings up a lot of good points. I, I, I oh, like yeah. him. It was unfortunate, you know, with the, the motorcycle accident, he had a ton of potential with the Chicago bulls. I thought, and, uh, yeah, it's a shame, but I mean, he's making the best he can out of being an analyst right now. Yeah, and he's yeah. like you say, he's crushing it at ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think uh, you're going to find this a little bizarre, maybe a little interesting. I don't even know. I think someone's going to think that like my like computer's been hacked and like this isn't actually me right now, <laughs> like doing the show. All right, yes, you know, I, I've, I've expressed maybe that I haven't been the biggest Penn State fan over my lifetime, but I also would argue that I've I've, I've learned to to let that go um but to that point so honest to god i i I can't deny it dude saquon barkley like i don't Mm. i I can't remember watching a guy okay like reggie bush obviously is like another one you can name but like there's something about saquon though that was like i liked watching it more i don't know what it was it was like the way like he like used the whole field i mean i guess reggie bush obviously did too but like reggie bush it was more just like that quick elusiveness like saquon could truck people he would break tack like he was like he was everything you know what I mean? Look at these runs. The oh, funny yeah. thing is, too, there was that mm, there was that one game our senior uh, – ah, no, it wasn't our senior year. It was, it was right after we graduated. It was the year after we beat Penn State. And we went up to uh, Happy Valley the next year. And we were coming back in the fourth quarter. And I was like, we just need to stop. We just need to stop. And it was the third down. And, like, I just remember you guys ran a draw play right up the middle. And that was it. That was it, you know. And to that point, I was like, I remember thinking as I pulled up his like college highlight tape, I'm thinking like, I hope that Temple runs not on. And really, right as I like skimmed up to get it, I was like, there it, it is. is. Like, oh great, yeah, no, uh, good times. Oh yeah, it's great. You know, looking at that, looking at the Flyers lost uh, game six ten years ago, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, this is good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm just you know. <laughs> yeah, no, Saquon's a great one, and and I'm fortunate enough. I'm wearing actually the Saquon jersey shirt right now. All right, you, but. Uh, yeah, I'm fortunate enough to you know be a Penn State fan, a Giants fan, and it all just worked out that he he you know is is on our squad. So yeah, you're exactly right though. I mean, explosiveness is one word you can easily describe him. He can, like you said, he can juke you, he can truck you, jump over you, whatever. Definitely fun oh, to watch. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and, 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 and like, and you know, he's a great guy too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know people say like, does that matter? It's not, it, it's weird. I, it's so funny. I you know. Hold on, I'm actually gonna write this down. This point with what we're doing later oh, with yeah. our little segment because it's like a Jekyll and Hyde answer for me. <laughs> Look at that. You're gonna have to keep the troops entertained for a second. Yeah. No, I th- I think it does matter to be honest with you. Because think about it. Like, how many times have you seen a great athlete and they're a head case or they're just off the field antics or just just not there and it puts a sour taste in your mouth so absolutely that matters i'll give a yeah to put a little detail of my my thoughts i'm gonna i'm gonna i feel like it's too fitting i'll make sure i'll save mine for the end but all right to that point Perfect. yeah you know all right look at that let's you know i'll even get my notes back out here let's take a look all right so to that point though right before we move on can i ask you something because i i actually just i saw a commercial for this today mm-hmm. and i thought to myself like I should care about this, but I don't. And I really should care about that. I'll tell you, that's actually the, the little, if you, I'll give you one quick guess. It's something that I should probably care about a little bit more that's tomorrow night in the sports world. But like, I don't think any of us care at all. I mean, like, let me first, not care, not care, but like this happens four times a year and we care a lot more about two of them, especially one of them. Wait, can you repeat? I got Josh asked yeah. a question on the chat. I was kind of, I was thinking about that one. Oh yeah, that's actually that is a good question. All right, but my, I was gonna just say to you that the MLB drafts tomorrow, but I just don't oh, like I as a Marlins realize. fan, they suck. Like, but uh, you know, <laughs> like I yeah, but um, so for for me, it's uh, Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor, you know, out of the U. Oh, that's a, that's a good. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I said it's a great one. Yeah, stud. I mean, I mean, you know, he, he's your he's probably one of the best safeties of all time with in his career was cut, cut short, obviously, unfortunately, and just his, his aggression, his style of play. And again, there I go, going back to the U, you would think I was a closet Miami fan, but just so fun to watch. They man. pumped out talent. I mean, they still do, but like, especially back then. Remember like Willis McGahee. I mean, Frank Gore. Oh yeah. Too. Kellen Winslow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a squad. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham. Jonathan Vilma. Oh Yeah. Not yeah. not great. Graham wasn't obviously on that team, but I'm just more throwing, just throwing Miami guys out there. Yeah, uh, Devin, how are we doing tonight, my man? Hey, Devin, what's going yeah. on? And all right, Thanks, so Josh. Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead, No, no, I was just trying to think a favorite defensive. I'm gonna. I know this sounds like really cheesy, but Tyler Mavikavich for me for Temple. Oh, he's a star. that that. I mean that. I mean he. I mean he was the guy that changed the culture there. Her and Matt Rule. I really do believe that. I mean two star recruit. Like was one of the only like. Temple was the only Division One program to offer him, right? And he completely changed that program around. Then he's what a seventh round pick in uh, the NFL, right? Like, and like that whole story is just something to rally behind. Um, well, yeah, you saw him Yeah, oh, he was great too. He was so clutch too. Like he, I remember Notre Dame he had two uh, two red zone uh, turnovers, one pick, and I think a fumble recovery. I mean, he was, and then just that. I mean, he feasted in that Penn State game. I mean, you know, oh, oh, yeah, all right. This is okay. I'm talking about a little USC action. Yeah, Ray Moluaga. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, Troy Palomalo too. That's another one. USC. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. I'm trying. There's there's someone I'm thinking of in college. Like, you know, I I hate to be that guy. Jadavian Clowney a little bit. Yeah. Like with you that hit. Like, because I mean, you think about like when when you say Jadavian Clowney, what do you really think of that that hit? Right. I mean, that's yeah, all I think about to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know. Oh yeah, well, we are, absolutely. We'll fill you in, Devin. So, all right. So, it's that point. So, we were talking a little bit about fa- favorite college athletes. Um, we're we're kind of going all over the globe tonight. We got some golf mm-hmm. uh, on this weekend, so we'll chat a little bit about that, and then we're going to do a little uh, football psychoanalysis. But right now, 
Um, we were just talking, like I said, about favorite college athletes and a little bit about the MLB draft. And, and like I said, some favorite uh, just yeah, favorite college yeah. memories. In general. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not Thursday. It's Tuesday. But, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. So Look, Manti Teo is a great one, too, Josh. That's um, another good one. I forgot yeah. all about him. Yeah. Speaking of psychoanalysis. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Day on that yeah, the girlfriend. That, <laughs> that was wild. I felt really bad for him, honestly, when that whole thing came out. It's just like, it's just like, you know, it was like awkward. I did too. It's just like, really? Your, like the, your fifth grade self wants to be like, <laughs> yeah. But like, then like, you're like the other side's like, that's a shame. Like, right. Like, you know, yeah, you that, you know like a good, good guy, great athlete. I mean, and, and I'll tell you, I'm going to go off of Josh's point too. You know, I completely forgot that I really love watching. I'm not even a nerd. If anything, I'm like not really a Notre Dame fan. Um, Brady Quinn and like Jeff Samarja, that whole, like, just, oh my God. That was a fun offense to watch. Was Golden Tate in that offense too? I think so. I think that was right. that offense was stacked. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, loved watching that team. Um, oh, what was his? What was um yeah, the coach's the, name? Uh, uh, Kelly. No, 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 no. It was um. He Wait. went to Washington after that. Uh, not Charlie. It was who was before Charlie White? Zorn. Uh, Zorn. No, 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 no. It was um, Tyron Williams. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, Alexa, hey. can you name some of the Notre Dame football coaches? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. That's all right. That's a <laughs> lot of coaches. Yeah, and then and to Josh's ch- uh, point in the chat, yeah, that, I remember when Jeff Samarja became a pitcher in MLB, it was like, I thought he was going to be one of the best wide receivers in the draft. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just just speaks to, to his talent oh, as an yeah. athlete, like you're saying, Josh, absolutely. And I'll just t- tap it real quick before, is it weird? Like, why don't we get into the MLB draft? <laughs> You know what? There's been only two times in my life I've been interested in the MLB draft. That's just because I knew I had a couple friends who were prospects and could could possibly be drafted. That was literally it. How many is, is I'm not even trying to be funny. Is it like 40 picks or something like that? No, I think it's 40 rounds. That's what I mean. Like 40, like you're picking about 40 people? Oh, roughly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that that there you go. That's the answer to the question. Like, yeah, well, I think it's that. And I think it's also baseball and co- for college doesn't really get much airtime except for the college world series. So there's right. so many sh- games they can't show all of them, you know. So it's not there's not much of an interest, I don't think, unfortunately. Right, and, and it should like it's one of those things where like it's in the middle of the season, like it should be like we should be having games right now. So it's like it's one of those like oh yeah, the draft's going on like during the season, like you know what I mean. Like the best part about the NFL draft is like it's like it's like during the off season, it's something to make us feel like we're back in it. Like so, you know, they're just kind of no, 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 we're just gonna do this all at once, but right. Yeah, no, that's a great point too. I never, I never thought about that way, which absolutely makes sense. Why would we focus on? our prospects when the season's already set and our rosters are already set, you know, including the minor league, but yeah, it's kind of weird how they do that. When you think about it, you would think they would do it like maybe in November, like right after the world series and get, yeah. get those guys a chance to make the team coming right through to spring training. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually know why they do it. Um, but I'll tell you real quick before um, I got you want to talk a little fantasy football for a second before we jump into the golf chatter. Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. Let's all right. So I was thinking about this today. Um, we obviously have an interesting fantasy football league. And for everyone in the chat, so we're chatting a little fantasy football. You know, we're getting, you know, as when the minute you got to turn the air conditioner on, that's when it's time to start turning the mock drafts on too, as well on your laptop. You know, it's, it's, it's fun stuff. Um, and we got the lottery. What do you seem to do the lottery on Thursday, by the way, for our league, Zach? You like that? Oh, I'd love that. Last year, I got really lucky last year because I think I finished third or fourth and I ended up getting the second pick in the, the draft lottery. Oh, I know. That was horrible. I, 
I was that I was, last. That was fun. I was tickled pink. I don't know how this year is going to turn out, but we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Don't worry. I'll be right back there in the back of the bus with you. Like, you know, every <laughs> playoff team, so you got to do it. Yeah. Um, hey. But no, all right. So let me ask you this. Uh, we've had some some complaints, not not recently, but just in the past, um, that the kicker and the defense should not be in fantasy football just because it's too – what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of like – it's almost like buying like a like a like a mutual fund or something like that. Like it's like you're riding like on like a lot of little, you know what I mean. Like you're just kind of riding a lot of things to happen. Not like riding a lot of things to happen. You're like it's it's collective. Like you know what I mean. It's not like one guy. It's like it's a it's a collective unit. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think they actually absolutely should be included, especially defenses. Um, hey, you, you know, if you're in a high stakes league you got to pay attention to the waiver wire, which is usually where you pick up and add your defenses because a lot of defenses you're going to pick are matchup based, unless you are one of those who takes a defense in the eighth round, which no one ever advises, but people do it anyway. Um, but, but yeah, you have to be, cause you gotta, you gotta, you have to pay attention. That's part of the game. You gotta be up on your stuff. You gotta check the matchups. You, you have to do that. And defenses play a huge role in fantasy football. I mean, you can't just, no, you have to have long story short, you have to have defenses and kickers, We've all been burned by it before, but I think it's another necessity. It's part of the game. I know. I kind of like it. I think it's a while. Like, it's like, I mean, it's all it, none of like you can never actually get full grasp of like it's a crapshoot, right? Like, it is. It's a numbers game at the end of the day. So it's like, you know, like yeah, I kind of like it a little bit. You know, it's like you're rooting for old defense to get off the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a curveball. You can't you can't just be all, all offensive. Right, exactly. Like I, I feel like, and in, into that point, going the other way and like drafting a full defense, I think is extremely aggressive. Like getting points for like tackles and stuff like that. But like, you know, what I mean, like I, I, I know people that do that. It's weird, but um, yeah, that's, that's too much. I think so aggressive. I mean, if that's the case, then um, Blake Martinez is is gold yeah, with his tackles. Oh my God, you're right. He's a fantasy machine. <laughs> you're right. They're not looking for the yard marker. They don't care where it is. No, hey, it's third tackle. and four, and he tackles the guy five yards down the field. It's all good. That's a point. Hey, if, it's a, it's, if it's a fifty-yard breakaway run that gets stopped at the two-yard line, it's still That's a, a point. tackle. That's a point. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you, looking at the chat real quick. So, um, for Devin's question with the NBA, the NBA draft, and it's funny because that's when I feel like I kind of get into like the second amount, right? Like, obviously, Ooh. the NFL is kind of a league of its own. But, um, and Josh was saying in the chat, I, yeah, I think it's. Is it October? Is the lottery in September and then the drafts in October or is the lottery yeah. in August and then drafts in September? I forget. It's either. Yeah. I think Josh, right. I think it's September is the lottery in August yeah, or pretty, sorry, in October. I can't even think. Yeah, October yeah. is when the draft is. Cause the, the latest, I think the league would end was what? December 1st October. or October. It was October, like mid October. Yeah. October 12th yeah. or something. Yeah. So I think they're doing it late October. I think that's right. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's like right after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see how it is. And the thing I, in a weird way, I kind of like about the NBA. Well, here's the weird thing about the NBA draft. Like what's fun about the NFL draft is that you have like a guy you pick in the seventh round, hell a guy you get off the street after the draft, like could contribute. Whereas like in the NBA, it's like, once you hit like this, like mid first round, it's like, yeah, he might make the team. Like, which also speaks to how hard it is to play in the NBA, but right. Like it's like you start, especially in the second round, you start wandering into like, he'll probably play overseas for a couple more years or like he might go down the G league and work on his game. And you're just like, all right, see you never like. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, exactly. You're exactly right. Like I I lose interest in the NBA draft after the top, after the first 10. Yeah. It speaks to just how tough the league is. Yeah. And maybe how, uh, you know, the other team is getting a little bit. Right. 
but looking at Devin's question too in the chat. So what position do you guys want the Sixers to draft uh, as fans? That is an interesting question, Devin, because the, I'm like so delirious and brainwashed right now that I just need them to get a new coach. Like, I, like I'm so like just locked in on that, that they have to replace Brett Brown that like they could like, I don't care. Like at that point, like, I guess, right. I, best available, maybe a shooter, just because I feel like they haven't had a bona fide shooter on that roster in, in a minute, but um, right. But at that point, like I, I, I need Brett Brown out of there, Zach. What do you, I mean, what do you think you're, I, can I ask you something? I, I know this is weird. Like I'm asking this on the show. Like, are you a Sixers fan? Not really. Like I like, it's funny. If someone said to you, Zach, like who's Zach root for? I'm like, well, he's a giants, die giants fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, well, somebody, what's up? <laughs> like, well, yeah, he's, you know, he roots for everybody. He's got, he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> can you please walk us through this? Cause I'm actually asking you as your friend. Yeah, like, for sure. Please. So I've always, so half my family's from New York, half's from Philadelphia area. Okay. So growing up with basketball, I always, you know, really enjoyed Patrick Ewing for the Knicks um, and that whole squad. And then I loved Allen Iverson really like, just love the style of play. So of course I got behind that team when they went to the finals against the Lakers. Love that. Love to me. That was the best basketball, like, at least in my lifetime seeing mm-hmm. um, just maybe it's because it was that youthful paradigm I've written about. I don't know, but I just love basketball the most that time in my life. So to be honest, it's, I like both Sixers and Knicks, but if, I, if you're going to ask me right now, I'm, I'm unfortunately on the Knicks side because the Sixers, I don't, I'm just it's not, not a, unfortunate for me. It's unfortunate for you. <laughs> it's unfortunate for me. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I just can't stand Joel Embiid to be quite honest with you and Ben Simmons. I just can't, I can't get behind that. I, I respect the process. I really do. And I think it's great that they've done what they've been able to do, but I mean, have they done anything technically? They really like, they make the playoffs, but you got to get to that next level. And what's holding it back Karen? Them and the coach. That's right. The so, coach first, I should say. I was going to say the coach mainly because I think the talent's there. I just – Well, dude, I mean, I feel like you're right, though, because, like, I'll even add to that. Like, if you're a Sixers fan, I would say it's okay to not like Embiid and Simmons because, right, if I hear Embiid talk one more – and, like, right, it's one of those things where it's just talk is cheap. I'm done hearing about him give up the Chick-fil-A and, like, that he's, you know, he's built, he's chiseled out, and, right, and Ben Simmons is taking 9,000 jump shots a day. It's like, cool, cool. Yeah. Guess what? He's still going to walk up and down the floor and not post up. Guess what? He's not going to shoot a jump shot. So what difference does it make? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because the coach out there is like, go ahead. You can do whatever you want. Right? Like it, it, it's a mentality. Like Charles Barkley says they don't have it. I agree with them. Like, and I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Like the weird thing about everyone here is everyone's just kind of sitting there just like, I don't care if you hate me. Can you just please like get pissed off at me and play well, please? Like that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. No, no, it is. I just don't think. Maybe it's an it's a maturity. I think it's a maturity issue. Or lack thereof, yeah. Lack thereof, and I'm I'm hopeful that you know in the next year or two that we start to see that kind of emotional intelligence on their part kind of pick up and they realize like what they need to do here, um, which I think will happen. I mean, they have the talent, so they should realize that eventually. Um, and to answer Devin's question, it's not today, David Tisdale still, is it? No, it wasn't. They they David Fisdale. They or Fisdale, uh, I mean. yeah, Fisdale. They let him go, and then I think. Like Mike Miller was in the realm of the MB, of their team. I'm a huge David Blatt fan, so I'm ho- I'm hoping David Blatt can somehow land in New York. That's an interesting hill to die on. I also love what Big Mean's saying in the chat. Hey, it was New York Liberty. They won't let you down. No, well, the Washington Mystics, man, they won the championship last year. Oh, with, so uh, you, with Elena Deladon. That's front running, Cladden. though. I feel like. 
What's that? Isn't that front running? I mean, they're just a great team, man. They're uh, I, I watched a lot of them last year with with Big Mean and and uh, just the overall the team ball they play. It's like it reminds me a lot of like the Spurs from back when with uh, with Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, Parker and all them. Just just beautiful basketball to watch. And I've never seen a more honestly, I've never seen a more cohesive team than that team um, last season. And the New York Liberty actually drafted Sabrina Nescu. Um, oh, really? The, the draft from yeah. Uh, from Oregon. Yeah, so they're gonna be they're gonna be tough this year, and they're actually I think the WNBA is actually going to be returning this year. They said now that like that, that now that a lot of other leagues are in motion, the WNBA is looking to as well. So that's exciting hey, for the women's game. Absolutely. We just see it, we like you know it's funny you know everybody's it's funny it's almost like the party everyone's coming back and baseball is just like ah I got my crew I'm good. And like everyone's just like you know, oh, um, this is this Devin saying, do you guys like watching and talking about college basketball? Oh yeah, it's crack. Oh, yeah. It's I actually think we were talking about it right as the show started. Yeah, a we did. Jason, yeah, a little Jason. So if you're a little bit late, so we're actually talking. I'm gonna, let me roll up these silky highlights again, real quick. Of Jason awesome. Williams back in Duke. That was uh, Zach's pick uh, earlier in the show tonight about uh, who his favorite um, college athlete or one of his favorite college athletes was to watch growing up. Um, and he was an assassin for Duke. Oh my God. I, I love those black jerseys too. Oh yeah. Oh, look at that. He's Chris Duhon out there. Oh yeah. Duhon was great. That was a, that was a hell of a backcourt Duhon and Williams. Oh yeah. I mean, look at that squad. Yeah. And then like you said, Boozer, Battier, et cetera. But, um, but that oh, point. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Even oh, big Nina Grace. She's a Duke fan. I, I loved that team. I really did like that. I mean, and I remember, so they played Maryland in the final four. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. So Juan, like that's, Juan Dixon, right? Against yeah. Juan Dixon. So yeah. I was like just falling in love with college basketball at the time. So like I'm like all in at this point. And I remember I was up in New York watching um, the game of my grandfather and my dad. And I, I'm trying to think what I was. It was probably what, 2002? So I was probably like. We were like nine. This was yeah. 2001 when they won. Okay, 2001. Sorry. So it was like, yeah, yeah I was about nine, ten years old. So I remember um, – they got there. I actually would love to look at the box score. They probably were down like 15, 16 points, like right out of the gate, mm-hmm. like bang, like 20 to four kind of a game. And I remember, you know, I don't know anything about watching basketball. And I'm like, just, you know, oh my God, it's over. It's over, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like basically all about, like, you know, not in tears, maybe quite yet, but I just remember I kept saying, it's over, it's over, it's over. And they both kept saying to me, it's not over. It's like, it's a long game. Like anything can happen. I remember at the second half, dude just didn't miss a shot. They came roaring back and they beat Maryland and they beat, you know, uh, Arizona in the championship game. I think Stoudemire was on that team for Arizona. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And look at our Bradley's comments. Absolutely. Mar- we, we, we really did miss March Madness. You know, it's funny. I feel like we haven't even – we talked about it. But the funny thing is, and it's interesting that we're breaking out in June because we ta- – and, Zach, we talked about this on the show like back in March and April. We kind of were just like, yeah, I you know, I just I, – I can't talk about it. I'm too pissed off. Like, yeah. Like, great. We're just like, oh, yeah, March Madness is gone. That's really awful. Like, because we were just so upset and distraught. Like, and know, we never we really to, broke it down. Yeah. Do we need to rip that band aid off tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we might it. have to sooner. Take it later, off Tuesday. Right? Take it yeah. off Tuesday. Let's oh, do it. oh, baby. We like that, right? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it just sucks. I, I love filling out the brackets. It's just, it's a good, it's a great time of year. Um, it's also National Gambling Awareness Month, so that's a little unfortunate, like Gambling Problem Awareness Month, which is a shame. But besides that, filling out the brackets, it's just it's just exciting. You know, you, you get behind teams, all the Cinderella stories, the diaper dandies, as uh, Dick Vitell would say. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just like – And, like, your friends' pools. Sports. And, like, yeah. yo, what are you doing? Like, and the, I, I, truly, there's nothing – 
I mean this because obviously I love football more than anything, but I would say I don't know if there's anything that gives me more joy than noon on that Thursday when it's like, and they throw that first, like the eight versus nine game or something like that goes off and you're just like, oh my God, here we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. And, and you don't know anything about uh, the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks, but we're no. all, we're like their biggest fans on those they're days, like, right? They're like 28 and three and you're like, but who do they play? Who do they play? They lost, you know, like, they, like, they lost in Southeastern Texas State. Like you're like, I don't know, but it was, it was the second week in November. It's fun. It was a Tuesday. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those are the days. I remember in high school, some of our teachers would even have the games on. Oh, I know. Well, then remember when you were a kid, you'd get off the bus and sprint right home. Like, you'd sprint. Like, who's winning? What's going on? And, like, college, you're skipping classes all the time. And, you know, it's – yeah, all that. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Those those, those were great. And I'm, I'm really excited for next year. So it's all I'm going to say because we need it. We're thirsty for that. Oh, I know. And then, like – and the thing I always love, too, is, like, when you break out uh, – oh, by the way, Devin, what's up on the – we'll get in the chat. We'll rock and roll with him and our Bradley rolling – um and ryan you're right happy birthday right to dickie v absolutely oh, i mean lightning. oh yeah let's go baby you know yeah, oh, yeah. oh, i know i i i always love the conference tournaments it's like a really a damn good app it's like going to an italian restaurant and they're like here's the bruschetta and you're like and here's the caesar salad and you're like oh my god yeah here's the calamari oh yeah, yeah 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 exactly and you're like oh my god this is like this just got really fun really fast like mm. and to that point it's like especially to like you were saying, it's like, if your team's in the tournament, you're like, well, if I really like this, how good is it going to be in the next, like the main chorus, right? Like mm -hmm. it's always fun to dream. Well, it's a mix of that. And it's like, Oh, I hope they didn't burn out by winning the conference championship. Oh, I hope we have, we still have our legs underneath us for first round of the big tournament. You know, it's, it's just crazy. It's just a, all the mental games you play with yourself. Oh, it's a roller coaster of emotions. That's for sure. And that's, that's what makes yeah. it so great. I know. And, and I don't know if, um, if Josh is still uh, watching this, but he went, and did the whole trail when Villanova won their first national championship and was on the floor when, the, when uh, Jenkins hit that shot. <laughs> oh my God. That was oh my. wild. And you know, me as like a sassy temple fan uh, that when we first met, I'll never forget like our first day we we're at work and we had to do like a fun fact. And he's like, so fun fact, like I was on, the, I went to Villanova, like I was on the floor uh, when they won. I remember just kind of sitting there like, <laughs> guy from temple oh we laugh like, oh, that all the nice. time now yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah I, literally like temple's just the bridesmaid never the bride with with the tournament you know it's like oh you know we may or may not but most definitely won't advance into the next weekend like you know <laughs> it's yeah yeah no it, it's just amazing and like, like right there you guys were in kansas city for that and it brings two good friends together that's that's cool oh yeah yeah oh yeah i remember um i'm trying to think who won it when we were out there uh I'm trying to think. Oh, we got the cheer going. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So, oh yeah, that Seton Hall was that uh was that the flute game, Josh? Wait, well, I thought it was NC State they lost to the year before, um, in that second round before they won the whole thing. Yeah, he's talking about the Big East tournament. Uh oh, oh right, 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 right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they did lose that game. That's yeah. right. Um in a moment like that, like he just said Spartham. That's what some teams was, need. Was it Gibbs? Kick. Was it Sterling Gibbs that hit the shot? Ooh. I think if I'm remembering the year correctly, I thought maybe it was two years before that they lost it in the Big East tournament to the buzzer Seton Hall, but I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I remember Sterling Gibbs was always a thorn in their side. I felt like, mm. yeah, I'm not too up on my Seton Hall basketball, but no, that's about it. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, look <laughs> at that. All right. Go. Oh, all right. Hey, all right. You know, Woo! Nice. perfect. <laughs> you know, well, there's only like one or two bad memories in Villanova basketball the last like 10 years. So I, I can keep track of all two of them, you know, so it's, <laughs> um, 
But also, all right. Uh, so speaking of Villanova, let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it a little, a little up and up. Maritzi, let's go to the golf course. You know, well, Marion. You know, yeah. There you go. That's oh, a love perfect it. segue. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, um, oh, was it Whitehead? Because I think Sterling Gibbs was when I was in college. Well, I mean, we were all in college relatively at the same time. But I think. Uh, you missed Aaron Express to watch them lose. All right, it all worked oh. out. You saw them win live. Like, come on, you're yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, you had better days. That's like literally getting stood up by a six, and then like you're walking with your head down, you bump into a model, and she's like, "You, you want to grab a drink or something?" And you're like, "Yeah, all right." Like, uh, you, you, you did fine. Um, ooh, a winner and a sleeper in the golf tournament. Yeah, let's 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 get a, let's get oh. a little Chuck Swab action. What do you say, Zach? Let me get my notes out for it. Right. It. Yeah. All right, so. so- yeah, please. I, I this is this is your you. no. This is all you. This is this is your. Uh, you're the aficionado with golf. You beat the hell out of me every time we hit the, the links together. So this is this is 100 you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just had I had to take a golf lesson about an hour ago, so it's a little shaky right now. Um, so here you go. So it's kind of a sleeper and a winner combination. Kevin Na. Kevin Na. I mean, he won it last year, which I know it's hard to win. Defendi, back I was about to say defending champ. Yeah, I you know there's that. He also was fourth in 2018. This the colonial does not really favor the long the long hitters. It favors more the short, accurate guys. And Kevin Na is fits that to a T. And I I think he's one. I think he's I think he's like your sleeper because I think his odds were um what were they like plus four thousand and some. I think it was like if you risk five bucks, you'd win um five for him, to bucks repeat or, basically for eight hundred. Yeah, I mean it's tough to repeat, and there's a lot of really good names in this field. Um, I mean, Rory's here, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, uh, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Spieth, and the list goes on. Uh, DJ's playing, Mickelson's playing, Justin Rose, and Justin Rose won in 2008. So he's another another tough, tough competitor there. Um, as far as a favorite, you know, this really seems to me like a Brooks Kepka, like a Brooks Kepka victory. I don't know why. I know he played horrible before the pandemic break. But Brooks Koepka is the type of guy who will, likes to show up and remind you of, of how tough he is. Even though yeah, the, he does. Yeah, even though the number one in the world right now is kind of between Rory and John John Rahm. Yeah, king of the walking putt. That's right. yeah. He always does. He walk. He walk. He that. I, I mean, I always miss it, but I like try to walk it in. It's just like nope. <laughs> I just yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not that confident to do that, even on like a two footer. To be quite honest with you, um, but no, I I like Brooks as like my favorite um and i like nah as a, as a sleeper also billy horschel that's another guy i like too see he fits that you know he's not a long super long driver but he's a he's an accurate guy aggressive guy i they're my two not nah and horschel well you know so before i give mine too i'm curious so one of the talking points i actually had written down for tonight that i was just curious about when we got kind of to golf chatter was right like it's one of the first sports coming back with bands um Right. Like it's obviously a little bit different than like being in an arena or being in a stadium, et cetera. But at the same point, um, it's something right. But at the same point, I think a lot of people would argue that it's just not their cup of tea. And, and I'm looking at the chat. Devin um, is saying up there to, to, to Ryan, you know, that golf isn't maybe his sport, but, but he listed along. And, and to that point, so I guess, and Zach, I'm going to kind of have you maybe drive this a little bit because it's like, I find myself right. Like you definitely watch more golf than I do. Like to me, it's kind of one of those things. Like I don't not like watching it. I kind of like watching it for like the last couple holes, like when all the dry, like the theatrics happen. But at the same point, like it's not like I um, like I, I'm not there. Right. Like, all right, five minutes is on. Let's go. Let's get it. You know, like, you know, it's not, I'm like really like excited for it. So I guess like let's, is there an opportunity for people like us that aren't maybe like super into it as much? Like, 
I mean, you know, I love, I love playing. I, I love everything about it. It's just, it doesn't draw me to the television basically. Like, I, like some other things does somewhere between it doesn't, it draws me more than NASCAR, but not as much as like the other four main sports or like soccer even. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So like, I, I think it's, so as I, I'm just going to shut up. You, <laughs> no, you're good. No, I think a lot of what has to do with being a golf fan is like, for example, like myself, like I grew up with like plastic golf clubs that I would hit and mess around in the backyard with when I was little. So like, I kind of just grew up and like my parents played, my grandparents played. So it was kind of like, you're just brought up into that type of sport. But if you're looking to get into it, I mean, think about it. The whole pandemic was no sports. The first sport that we were as recreational, you know, golfers or athletes were able to do was play golf. Golf courses opened up. I mean, besides playing like a pickup basketball game, I guess, but golf courses opened up early. I was talking to the golf pro down the course and he said, there's a ton of new first time golfers coming out this year for that reason. Oh, that's fun. I love that. Which is great for the game. And yeah, as far as as watching the game, I mean, Tiger Woods, probably the best golfer of all time. He's, he's back and he's in, he's in great form. Brooks Koepka, one of the best. I mean, I don't have to rattle off the names, but long story short, there's probably 15 to 20 golfers right now that are arguably could arguably be the best type of golfer in the world, or at least at some point in the next three years. Whereas back in the, the Jack Nicholas days, there might've been five. So right now, even when you watch a golf tournament where there's no like Tiger Woods or Dustin Johnson or Phil Mickelson playing, there's a ton of talent and it's very deep in the PGA tour. So it's always exciting to watch in my opinion. And I would say, and, and to, to, to ride, to make sure I'll give you my picks too. So I, so Dick, Kevin, that's a great pick too. I think um, this is interesting. And you're right, by the way, not, not to like bypass him, but like, you're right. Great. Thanks, Zach, for that point. No, no like, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And, and I would even add, so it's funny, like, I'll actually add to that real quick first. Um, not that I'm encouraging betting, but I would say it this way. If you're someone who bets, there, and I, I don't do this just because I actually, I, it's too much of a, like, it's just, it's almost like playing like a, like blackjack hands or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can bet on like every hole. Will they hit the fairway? Will they hit the green? Like you can pretty much like real life, like bet what's going on in the, in the actual matchup. Like that's something that would, if you're, if you are in the betting circuits, that Avenue is there. And I'm sure that would, that would entertain yeah. a lot of people. But to that point, like for, for me, I think what I like, it sounds cheesy. It's like the nature, it's the calmness. Mm-hmm. I, I think too, like, right. Like I suck at golf. Like I really do. So I just enjoy watch it. So that point, I actually don't like betting on it because if they miss a putt, I'm like, oh, like, right. just like I'm out there on the course. I'm not even out, get at least the, the rush of playing. So it's like, you're getting the frustration of like missing the shots without actually being out there. So, um, but you know what I mean? But like, but anyway, as a ramble on, no, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, there, there's, I mean, I'm even looking here. Like, um, I think a good thing too is join a pool. Those are, those are honestly a lot of fun. If you get your pool, like your friends and you draft like seven golfers, right. And like, so a lot of the pools that I do with like friends will be like, you draft like seven golfers, you cut out your two worst, like the, the computer will automatically throw them out. And then you're just like, you're, it's on TV. You're like, how are these five people doing? Like, cause you're like, you got a whole roster and right. Like, I mean, like, and we've done this before, Zach, like, these are fun. Oh yeah. You get skin in the game and it's a good time. Like you said, do it with your friends. It makes, makes everyone interested and involved. And uh, yeah, I, to double down on your point, I love being outside. You go outside, have a couple of beers if you're a drinking age or smoke a stogie, like just relax yeah. and enjoy the weather. Like, you know, can't really get much better than that, in my opinion. And, uh, and yeah, if you want to talk about other betting uh, things with golf, you can do, will this person finish in the top 20, top 30, top 40. So like you can even go that, that route and still have fun, you know, from yeah. a betting perspective. Cause it's not like, Oh, are they going to win? You know, where and it's a lot get- harder. And you get the rush of like watching something on a Thursday morning, 
Friday morning, mm-hmm. Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a little journey. Like it's like watching a TV show from Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, exactly. And there's you know, the coverage is amazing. And uh, yeah, I think this weekend actually Jim Nance is going to be in the uh, the 18th hole tower by himself. But at least we got Jim Nance calling. That's all right. That will take right. it. That's all yeah, we we'll need to be it. honest. I know. Oh, that's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, and you mentioned fans. Uh, so the Memorial Tournament, uh, July yeah. 16th in Ohio at, Muir- at Muirfield. They're the first golf tournament to have fans back, but it's going to be limited to 8,000 fans. But July 16th, the first golf match with fans back. So that's exciting. Oh, wait, so it's not going to be this weekend? No. Okay, so it's just like first – oh, wait, that's what it is, right? First event, and then fans will be back. Well, yeah, like you said. Yeah, July 16th, so just about about a month. So we're, we're close, which is We're exciting. getting there. Yeah, we're yeah. getting there. Um, and speaking of that, we're getting to our insanity levels, though. <laughs> going up in the last couple of weeks or last couple of months. Um, and it made us, I feel like this whole time, but I was, I was like trying to think of like, what's the word a coin, like what we've been going through. Let's just use time. We'll make it a, a, a G rated word. Um, I was going to say a prison sentence for the last like three months, but you know, with nothing being open and nothing to do, but no sports. But to that point, um, I, I think, we've had a lot of reflections, Zach, we've had a lot of conversations about uh, what it's like to be a fan, what it's like to also just, you know, be on the show and talk about things in general. So, and I'll tell you, this is all you, this is an awesome segment idea. I, I love where your head's at because not to say that we live two per, like different lives. If anything, I would say I'd make the argument, right. If you're sitting watching a Packers game with me, right. I'm going to be cursing a lot. Uh, I'm going to be very animated and just say a lot of things I don't mean. Right, like cut this guy, trade this guy. I was saying the season was over when the Packers lost to the Eagles on Thursday night. That's a true story. My parents and my sister can back that up. Uh, I was screaming that running out of the stadium uh, like a like a pissed off little three year old. But at, uh, anyway, to that point, um, when we come in here, it's and we love the living room, right? Like we love the the chatters. We love everyone that listens to us. So it's like you want to clean it up. And that's not like saying like oh like you know be someone that you're not as a sports fan. But it's like no, like we just want to make sure that it's like all right. Things I know deep down I'm wrong about. I'm just not – I'm not going to bring that in there. It's more when I'm just upset screaming things. Like, right, like those types of things. Yeah. So without further ado, take it away because I you built the perfect segment for this. Yeah, I got to give credit to, to Big Neem 22 for some of the inspiration behind oh, this. Definitely. So, so cheers to her. And anyone else in the chat, if you have anything you'd like us to talk about, feel free. Hit us up. We're always open. So, which speaking of, I think Devin actually asked about hockey and tennis. Yeah, well, so let's answer that real quick. Yeah. So. Love hockey. So what, especially when the Flyers come back, uh, we had David, your cousin on the show uh, last Thursday. He's a big hockey guru and, and he had some great insights, Zach. Yeah, he did. Yeah. If you, if you want to catch that one, uh, go check out our most recent videos. It was last Thursday. My cousin, David, who's a hockey fanatic. We talked about hockey for probably half the show. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not as big of a hockey fan, but I, I love the atmosphere. Love the, the athleticism behind it and everything. Um, and I'm excited that there you have this, this new playoff format coming. Oh yeah. And it's funny. So in tennis, um, I love Wimbledon. I, I can't say I ever watch it though. That's actually funny though. Like this actually be a really good segment sometimes. It's like, I don't know what it is. I can't watch tennis. I yeah. don't know what it is. It's not, I don't, I don't dislike it. Like I, I love playing it, but I, I can't really get into watching it. And maybe that's like with Devin, maybe that's like with you with golf, for example, tennis is, is my golf in your situation. So I need some yeah. enlightenment to get into tennis to watch it. Well, that's it. To that point, let's uh, let's enlighten the folks on on this great segment that Absolutely. you and uh, Big Neem build up. Yeah. So it's we're gonna it's called show or street. So exactly what Karen was saying. It's basically when you enter the living room and we're doing the show, we have to t- we have to make very professional 
takes and they're real takes. They're genuine takes. It's not where like Kieran said, we're not fake at all. No, I would say it's the best of our, t- it's like, you're, it's, you're getting our best selves. Like you're the getting best the best version of us. Like, yeah, like you're getting the best of us. Like when I say that, I think the Eagles have a good chance next year or whatever with the Eagles, like that's my best self. Cause I can tell you right now when I'm on a Sunday afternoon, you're not going to get that from me. So yeah. So obviously like, you know, our best self genuine, we do the real takes we think, but then also like when you catch us in our tantrums, like Kieran was saying, then we're, we're off the show, we're on the street and that's like, when we're just kind of sh- comes, comes out of our mind. Yeah. So, it's like therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're thinking bias. with this segment. Yeah. Yeah. Bias, fanhood. We're all human. Yeah. yeah. So we all have feelings. That's right. We're all jaded around a little bit, you know, with our sports takes. That's right. So with this segment, uh, show or street, we're going to bring up either a team, a player or a topic. And each of us is going to give our, our show take and then our street take when we're heated with emotions and have a tantrum on a Sunday or whatever day to give in whatever sport it is. Right. Like I get a nasty email at work and you text me at the exact same time, something like a take here. It's like, what do you think? And I just go berserk. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and, and let me, I guess let me backtrack to it. I feel like I sold it. Like, Oh, by the way, the other take, we're just going to be screaming and biased and pissed off. It's like, no, it's more, I guess like what you kind of like as a fan, you know, you feel like what's like really mm-hmm. aching inside, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost like our professional opinion versus our our personal and fanhood opinion. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Exactly. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, right. So without further ado, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I, I'll, I'll defer it to you. Yeah, I can, I can go first. All right. So, okay. Yeah. I'll ask you. And like I said, so you got to give me the professional and then your personal opinion. Street or show. Um, street or show. OBJ, the take that you hear is OBJ will be a top five wide receiver this year. Hmm. someone breaks that takeout so it's like whether you want to label that clickbait or whatever have you so i say to you all hey zach you want to do, well, do you want to do professional first or you want to do emotional let's do professional first i'll do professional first because emotional can get out of hand as we yeah. all know <laughs> so, so my pro- professional take he's phenomenal athlete you know, i never i've probably never seen an athlete with his skill set and his hands and just his his freakish athletic ability to make catches at all certain angles without even like looking one-handed Etc. As we I saw him do in New York, obviously. Um, I think he's got a good quarterback in Baker Mayfield. I think he has the opportunity to be a top five wide receiver. I think Kevin Stefanski coming in and seeing what he did as the offensive coordinator in Minnesota with uh, with Diggs and Thielen and that whole offense. I think seeing what he did there is very promising for Odell to be a top five wide receiver on top of the talent on top of Baker Mayfield. I will say again, professional opinion. My only concern would be the offensive line because I don't think they really addressed it very well over the off season. Wasn't there left tackle? So like he had killers of herb in an yeah. RV yeah. selling, selling marijuana, whatever. Yeah. like yikes. Yeah, exactly. So I, those are my concerns, but absolutely. Could he be, a top five, a hundred percent. Is he probably from a skill set perspective? Absolutely. But will he? Will will remain to be seen. So that's my person. That's my professional. You're starting the floodgates. You're starting to break a little bit on the As last. You can see part, the levees like, about no? to break here. So if you catch me on a Sunday and you ask me about Odell Beckham, is he going to be? Is he a top five wide receiver, Zach? I will tell you that he is nothing but a cancer to whatever team he is on <laughs> off the field. I will say that, okay, and I'm also going to throw this at you. DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, um, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, to name a few. They're all better than – yeah, even Keenan Allen, they're all better than Odell Beckham. And, and think about it. And this doesn't take a rocket science. You look Chris at this, Godwin, maybe. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans even. Like You look – all right, here you go. So if you look at the stats last year, and we're getting emotional, 
You look at the stats last season. Too many mouths to feed. Exactly. There you go, Josh. So, um, but I, I, I mean, you look at the line, Jack Conklin, Wills and Jack Conklin. Yeah. So I don't know. That's not enough to make me like get excited, though. True. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, like I said in previous shows, I mean, Jedrick Wills, to me, he didn't impress me, honestly, and he could be the next Eric Flowers for all I know. So no offense to Jedrick Wills, prove me wrong. But um, looking at the stats last season, he wasn't even in the top 20 in yards. I think he missed maybe one or two games, but he finished behind Michael Gallup, all right? And Michael Gallup only played in 12 games last year in yardage. Michael Gallup, like the third – the second and a half, third guy for the for the Cowboys. You're uh, how about that? Whoops. There you go. Saying no, I thought Michael Gallup might be a beast. Yeah. Hey, I think he could. He was on my fantasy team. He was. He was. He helped me out with the flex situation a couple times. But no, he was behind. Like he was. He was even behind Robert Woods. Robert Woods last year was a third option. Oh, I had him in fantasy. He sucked. I can I can attest yeah. to that. And the worst part was, dude, I had it was basically between him and Le'Veon. And I know like we we're like, well, it's not just between two guys. I honestly don't remember who else was there, but it was there was like no one that you can't not take like them. It's like it's like I don't know. Do I take uh, like Kenny Galladay or like Marvin? Yeah, like one of those right. guys. Like the second round. It's like you know. Um, yeah, I actually think it's gonna be pretty good. But to, but nevertheless, DJ right, like you gotta you gotta take him. He slipped, and it was almost like, really? Everyone in the league just decided that the two guys that I know are going to be bust are going to bust right to me? It's like, great. Like, Yeah. I mean, in, in, in his defense, I will say, the wide receivers in the NFL are so deep. So deep. Like, um, Odell had, I think it was 1,075 passing yards last year, or receiving yards. Still over 1,000 yards. Yeah, but, okay, here's, here's what pisses me off, though, because it doesn't it, – no, because – Every time I hear that, I'll also hear an argument that says, yo, like he's about to go off, man, because they got Jarvis on the other side, so they can't lock him up, like, right, like with double teams and stuff. Like, he can't have it every way. Like, yeah, no, it's a great point. And exactly what Josh said, too many mouths to feed. I'm, I'm with that. Kenny Kenny will be I think he will. I think five. he's, and I think Josh is going to keep him in our league. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, that's a spicy take, Dev. I, I like it. it. I'm all about the hot takes. I, I love it. I, I like that take a lot. I'm looking at oh god, dude. Josh, not Josh in the chat, but Josh in our league can keep him. I was actually well, that was the homework I did. He can keep him with the ninth or tenth round pick this year. Oh boy. Yeah, it's that's not fun. Um, all right, but I'll speaking of the NFC North, yeah, you got this one. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I honestly well uh, I'm sorry, Kieran. What what was yours? Was it the Vikings? Yeah, yeah. So I mean yeah. So um well I yeah, I guess it was Dalvin Cook holdout. Oh the Dalvin, yeah, yeah. So here yeah, so you're good. Dalvin I'll Cook. set it up. I got it on the tee for myself. We're yeah, good. There you go. My, my apologies. So, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah, so you so want I, me to talk about uh, Dalvin Cook, huh? Is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the holdout. Well that what what's that about? Karen, what do you think about Dalvin Cook holdout? What am I going first? Am I going me or am I going I want show you to go, Karen? I want you to go show first so we can see the drastic differences. So honestly, from a show perspective, if Vikings fans were like chatting me and be like, this is a huge problem, I, I would I would honestly be like, why wow, you got Alexander Madison who's a beast? Um, I think I think Dalvin Cook's really good, right? Like I I do, but first of all, he's been injury prone. Like you first of all, do, does he not see what what the check is that his quarterback's getting? Like they're not in an, an area to splurge on a running back per se. Like their cap situation really won't allow it. Um, so I, I like I and it, it's just it's weird, right? It's like so you had one good season, like not one good season, but I would say one healthy season for the most part. Even though they got hurt at the end of the last year too. 
um, for a couple games. Like he missed that Packers game where they could have got back in the division run. I'm not just saying it because I'm a Packers fan, right? But I'm, I'm serious. He set out that Monday night game, right? And then he came back and they won the playoff game. And then they, you know, got escorted out by the 49ers. So I, 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 I think Madison's the real deal though. So I think, I really do think that like, if push really came to shove, like if he just sat out, like everyone would be like, oh my God, Dalvin Cook's out. It's like, yeah, but like, it's not as big of a deal as you think. Like he's, Madison's really good. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. So is this similar to like a Melvin Gordon with the Chargers last year? You think? Yeah, 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 it's, it is. Where Eckler shine, now Madison's going to shine? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's actually a really good way. And honestly, both those teams kind of remind me of each other. Like they, they're really like good. Like they don't really ever make it to the actual championship game. But like, and I'm not like trying to throw a shot at them, right? But it's just like, but they're always really good. Like if you play them, you know that you're gonna, it's you're in for a fight every time. Yeah. No. Oh, 100. percent They're both solid teams, well coached, the whole nine. Yeah. So let's, I, give me the streak, Karen. Well, I love it. Do we need the censor button? No, 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 no. I'll be all right. No, no, no. Because I'm not going to curse. I'm happy. Um, I don't really curse a whole lot when I'm happy, I feel like. Not as much, at least. Um, <laughs> with sports, at least. Um, no, but I, I – right, all right. Look, as a Packers fan, you got to love this, right? Not even have to, like, give the Packers take my take, which I guess is, is a Packers take. But it's just – it's a distraction is what it is. So, like, I love distractions. Like, you got to – you know, you got to enjoy every part of that. And I think that it's um, – I don't know. I'm trying to think what the word is. It's like, it's like B Simpson, like the fact that it just kind of comes out of left field. Like, I just feel like there's something not right in that building. And, and I really thought maybe it was just a, a Stefan Diggs leaving. Like, well, like him getting traded, like, right. Like there's some, there's some like smoke. And when there's smoke, there's fire with them. So like, as a Packers fan, I'm just like, are you right? Go, ahead. go yeah. ahead. Hold on. Continue. Hold out. Let me grab yeah. a drink real quick. Let me sip my tea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and, <laughs> It's that point where people are like, well, that's what happens with running backs. I'd be like, well, Aaron Jones is in a contract year. He didn't sit out. Like, right. I guess you're not really going to do that if you're in a contract year. Um, but, no, but, right. you, but, you, but you can, especially as a running back. Yeah. You say, look what I did these last five years. Like, I why would I risk it? My, they ruined my career for 400 grand, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and let's see, look at the chat real quick um, with Devin's question about Drew Brees possibly getting booted. I don't know. I, 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 you know, it's weird. I feel like when you talk about just in general, right, like uh, booing, I mean, like hostility is probably an aggressive word, but right, just like that, like, um, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. opposing road team, kind of like they're, they're always going to get through the Saints. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, it, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's funny. You look at Philadelphia, everyone's going to boo you no matter what, but that's, that's the culture. You know, I'm not even saying that like in a mean way or like a snarky way. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. right. Like, that's, that's when you, when you, you go, go in, to an Eagles game, you know that's what you're going to sign up for if you have a Packers jersey on, right? Like, so, you know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You already know the boos are going to come. Um, personally, and that's I, fine. Honestly, yeah. can I just say one thing to that? Because, like, yeah. I'm not maybe condoning it per se, but at the same point, I want to just get this out there that, like, I don't like when people go with, like, all their stuff on and then they come back and be like, they yelled at me. And I'm just like, well, what, what, did, you think? what did you expect to happen? Like, you got – it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I hate that so much. Like, when the Vikings – I'm not just trying to pick on them. Like, okay, that maybe that week got a little out of hand with the skull clapping on the Rocky steps and people throwing beer cans at him walking. The, okay, right. Like, but like to that point, that news story was ridiculous. Like, they mm-hmm. did. They were just like, we were scared for a lot. I'm like, come on. Like, relax. Yeah, they're like, going, of course, they're going to say that because they want to. It's make- like, that's what, that's like, if you knew anything, you would know that that's like their culture. So it's like, right. Like, I'll wear my Packers stuff. I know I'm going to take it on the chin a little bit. But at the same time, there's respect. I'm like, that's your, like, that. I get it. Like, that's, that's how it is. It's not, you're not treating me any different. Like, 
I accept mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to give you a hard time. I'm going to still rock it and go like this real quick. And they see, you know, for first down, but like, yeah, let's go. Like when they score, but that, you know, that's it. Yeah, exactly. But and to that point, when you go to a place like the Mecca, um, Lambeau field and they treat you with respect and they basically shine your shoes when you're there visiting them. Like <laughs> you, you reciprocate and show respect back. That doesn't give you the right to boo. <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, it's fun. I, 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 in a weird way, kind of like that everyone's got a different culture, right? Like, honestly, yeah. God, you go to Giants, Eagles, and Packers game. Like, it's all a different experience. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Buffalo. Just like it's – Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I, I need to see that. When you yeah. tell me those stories, like, I need to see that, dude. Yeah. 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 When you see a grown man wearing a thong trying to jump through a table. I don't need it's to see that. <laughs> when it's, like, 25 degrees out, it's it's interesting. One word. That's all I'll say. Metal bleachers? Yeah, metal bleachers. I love the metal bleachers. You got metal bleachers, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bang on them a little bit. Yeah, and those fans bang on it the whole game, no matter if it's fourth and one or if it's second and 12. In the you almost forget quarter. you're watching an NFL game. It's like very like non corporate in those types of environments, I feel like, right? You feel like you're almost like at a high school game. Yeah, you do. And the game goes by that much, that much faster because you're, you're, you're more like focusing on the environment than the Yeah, game. like, like a high school game usually goes like pretty quick. It's like, oh, wow, it's the third quarter already, right? Like an NFL mm-hmm. game, grand, obviously there's commercials and da, 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 but like, right, like it's, you feel like it's like every, like, yeah, like, especially when you're watching on TV, but like, I, I, yeah, I love, I love that, that, that whole environment. Yeah, I, I need to see a game at Buffalo 100%. And Arrowhead's kind of the same way. Ooh. Yeah, I got to get there too. That's on the list. We'll have to make a list sometime with our like we top should. five, like where we want to go. Sidetrack uh, hits the road or something like that. That'd be oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, That'd yeah. be a lot of fun if we can get to it. We should do that this year. Pick a stadium that neither one of us have been to that we want to see. Oh, a little road show, a little road yeah, show. Yeah, oh, you know yeah. You know what? Packers, uh, Packers, Saints, the Superdome, Sunday night. Oh, that could be now, you know, I No, you can't. That's, that's a game I won't go to because I'm like, that's a loss. <laughs> I know it's a law. I'm not going to waste all that money to go see him lose that game. Like, I know. Hey, I've done it. Don't worry. I've done it in Lambeau. I've done it in other uh, places. But I feel too. like, and I'm not even just saying, like, oh, it's different. But I'm like, that, like, is like, if or if you go see, like, your team lose at Fenway or Wrigley, it's like, that's it's like, an experience. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, with, like, New Orleans, I'm like, I'm hungover probably from being on Bourbon Street. Like, right. Like, it's, you know, it's, it, you're under sea level. It's kind of like a, a trashy, uh, you know, city and stuff. You're just kind of like, and the Saints are putting up 48 points and the Packers are losing. I'm just like, and it's loud. My ears are ringing. I'm just like, yeah. Kill yeah. Me. That's not good. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. Um, but I'll say this show is good. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, we have a good time. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, I can't wait, dude. Once we get sports back, it's like I feel like the time, like even when we always like start talking about, and I think I said this a little bit last night, but it's like once we like had started talking about more like relevant stuff, like things mm-hmm. like, oh, football's coming back, like things where you're like, Oh, like Zach, is that game gonna be a problem for them this year? Or like, oh, do you think this guy's gonna be good or this offense will be okay? Like, it's nice to think about like real actual sports like happening again. And I, I never thought I'd say that. It's oh, weird. Yeah. We're living in like the twilight zone right now. And there, there is light at the end of the tunnel. So that's, that's promising. It's going to be so great when it comes back. Mm. Oh, I love it. I'll tell you real quick before we, uh, we hop off. So real quick, uh, if you want to follow or subscribe to us, check us out on our Twitch page. There's a little demo video, uh, follow to the left with the purple heart. Um, and if you move to the right side, if you're on Amazon prime, there's, there's no excuses. It's free. Um, which you can scroll down and see a little bit, but if, if not, it's, uh, it's a nice cheap price of four ninety nine. but you can see down there. Uh, you can also have, uh, Amazon. Then I'll tell you while we're at a little social media action, right? So Spotify and iTunes, you can catch out, uh, catch the freshest episodes 
um instagram at instagram twitter and reddit uh underscore get sidetracked twitch you can check us out on the channel get that or underscore side I'm, I'm tripping over myself this is a sloppy one. Oh, it's a lot instagram, it's twitter a lot. all right let me let's do a little at the top right instagram twitter reddit at underscore get sidetracked twitch um if you're watching us on our site you can check us out on the twitch channel it has some cool uh cool different graphics and get involved in the chat uh at get underscore sidetracked and if not and you want to check out some cool articles um we'd love to hear from you guys too you can comment we can kind of get some cool feedback going um you can check us out on www.get-sidetracked.com so yeah this is a lot of fun a little tuesday night you know hot one but you know nonetheless we're, we're we're making do with it that's right yeah we are yeah definitely want to thank everyone you know uh ryan josh devin the rest of the chat you know for for making a great one we, we really appreciate you guys coming on so we won't be on tomorrow uh, we'll be back on the air uh, at our normal time, seven o'clock on Thursday. Um, yeah, it'll be fun, you know. A little, you know, little, little podcast close up to the weekend. Uh, and I'll tell you, do you have any positivity or anything to take us out with Zach? Uh, yeah, I do. So uh, the Hall of Fame game for the NFL, you know how usually that's like the first, the week before the regular preseason. Uh huh. So it came out today. It's scheduled for August August sixth, and they're tentatively, I believe, still keeping it there. But there will be fans in that game. Yeah. So that just leads me to tell me that the NFL will have fans. They wouldn't this year. do that. They wouldn't. The, the fact that they announced that it's like quarter powder with cheese. You know, yeah, like that, that can't be clickbait in my opinion. You cannot make an announcement like that. No, yes, that's so. the ultimate thing, right? Where you underpromise, overdeliver. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're definitely like. There's never a time where they're gonna be like, well, we thought maybe we'd have fans. Like they'll have yeah. fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's get it. Oh yeah. Woo! All right, superb. We'll see everyone uh, here on Thursday. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, We'll catch you in the living room next time at 7 o'clock Eastern. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.